Welcome to I'm Not Lost Travel Podcast. I am your host, Dan, some might say the man, and we're going to take you to the Philippines here. We have Rachel. Rachel, say hi. Hi. Uh, if she was a local like me, she would have said Kamusta, because that's how you say it in the local language. But, you know, we'll teach you a lot more than just that today, because we're going to take you on a journey to the Philippines. We're going to start off, we're going to go to, let's see, five cities on this trip. Manila, Puerto Princesa, Coron, and Cebu. That'll be where we'll take you today. A couple of quick facts about the Philippines. It's made up of over 7,000 islands. Uh, the Philippine peso is their currency, and it is made up of over 101 million people. So it is a large country as well, scattered amongst those islands. Um, we'll get you started with where we went first on this trip. However, what I would like to do is make sure that we give you some facts as we start the journey. So first question, I'm going to ask Rachel these questions today, because unfortunately she didn't invite me on this trip. I had to stay and work. Uh, I thought that was a little bit rude, but whatever, I'll get over it. Um, some basic facts, as I said, about the population. The religion of the country is over 90% Christian. Um, but some other basic facts you'll want to know before you go. Did you need a visa to enter the Philippines? No, we did not need a visa. That's good. That always makes it uh, easy to get in and out. And, uh, you know, some of those visas can be expensive, so that's definitely a plus. Um, did they take U.S. dollars in the Philippines? No, they did not, and you will not find very many places that will accept cards either. Okay, it's good to know for planning purposes. Did you find that you could get by with English, or did you need to know some of the local language? Everybody speaks English. It was very easy to get by. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, when you were there, would be what month were you there? Uh, we went in December, beginning of December. How was the weather? Hot and humid during the day. Very early in the morning, it was... It was good. It was nice, about 80s, but once the sun came out, it got very humid. And the weather was similar in all the all the cities that you traveled to? Yes. Kind of beachy, hot weather. Cool. What about culturally? Did you need to do anything to dress differently when you were there? Not at all. Everyone was wearing beach attire? Everyone beach attire. You didn't have to worry about what type of bikini you were wearing or anything like that. It's full of tourists. Everybody's walking around in what they normally would wear. Nice, nice. Uh, would you say it's a, as far as the cost of the country, let's touch, touch on those real quick. Was it a cheap country, expensive? What would you consider it? It was cheap, not quite as cheap as a lot of other um, Southeast Asian countries, but definitely easy. Uh, maybe 2 to $3 for dinner. Uh, a beer would be about a dollar for a red horse, which is like 6.9% alcohol. Um, very cheap. How much would a hotel or hostel be? Um, I believe our hostels, I don't know, maybe like 14 bucks a person. Not bad. 14 bucks a person for what? A for hostel. a single bunk bed in the room? Depends on where we went to. Uh, El Nido was a bit more expensive than some of the other places. Um, the other places maybe was 8 to 12 bucks a person. And that's splitting it amongst one, two, three, four? About three people to each room. And so it's eight to 12 bucks a person when you split it like that. Okay. How are the hostels? Are they party party or are they pretty relaxed? Uh, the hostels in El Nido were definitely party hostels. They were very fun. Um, Corona as well. We stayed at a hotel, but um, you could definitely find some parties going on down in the city when you got there. Uh, Cebu, we didn't really travel that much outside. 
so I'm not really sure how the nightlife is there. Okay, okay, we'll get to get to that. Um, what about and how much would a meal on the street like? It's just a, a nice little meal as you go. You know, maybe a street stand or just a little locals restaurant cost. I had trouble finding food at street stalls because they don't have a lot of vegetarian options. It was mostly like meat. Uh, we did get quite a bit of fruit different places for pretty cheap, um, which were maybe like a dollar for like a big bag of banana chips or dried mango. Um, but meals at a restaurant, like a in and out place um, where you, you don't even have to sit inside were pretty cheap, maybe $2, $3. Okay. Did you enjoy the, the, the food you had? Any, any meals that stood out that you liked? And lumpia, which is one of their traditional like noodle dishes with uh, veggies. Uh, I couldn't find a vegetarian. I got some shrimp in mine, so I made a friend with one of the dogs and uh, gave him all my leftover shrimp from that. Uh, but in other words, I had a little bit of issues finding vegetarian food. I mostly just got sides of rice and sides of veggies. Hmm, okay, interesting. Um, okay, so let's kind of start. How, where did you start the trip? and What city did you start in? Well, I flew from L.A. Um, to Manila. I did not adventure in Manila at all. We had a layover in Tokyo, and we went straight from Manila to Puerto Princesa. Boring. Okay, and uh, since you didn't do that in Manila, you'll have to go back one day. Yes. But what did you see in, Port in Puerto Princesa? Uh, there, we were just there overnight. It was one of the girls' birthdays that I went with, so we let her decide if we wanted to fly out or... Uh, fly out to El Nido or just fly to Puerto Princesa and hang out for the night. So we went and had a nice dinner after we got settled into our hotel and uh, ended up at a karaoke Filipino bar with a ton of local people and we probably danced until two in the morning. Oh, okay. Party, party. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. And that it, was in Puerto Princesa. It was. Now, okay. that city does not have much to offer. There's a lot of day tours you can do, but about every trip is going to be a, a good two to three hours away from there. We just stayed overnight before we headed to El Nido. Um, but that bar we went to was super fun, and the locals were really kind and really interested in meeting us. Okay. Um, it was called Tico, Tiki Resto Bar. Okay, and where was it that you stayed? Do you remember the area or the name of the the, the hostel? Yeah, we stayed um, at the Puerto Puerto Pension Hotel. Um, it w we walked maybe a l about a mile to get to that tiki resto bar and the dinner place we ate at, which I found in Lonely Planet. It was called uh, Kina Boot Grill and Bar. Uh, and it was also very good, and they had a, several vegetarian options and cheap beer. Okay. Um, did you, since you really didn't stay too much there when you were walking to the barns, did you feel safe at all times? Uh, we felt very safe, and uh, we walked to the bar. Didn't intend on staying out that late because we had been flying all night and day the day before, but uh, we danced our hearts out and sang and had a lot of fun and ended up taking a tuk-tuk back home because uh, most of the people I was with had never been on one before. Uh, very cheap, under a dollar for three people to fit in each one. And went back to our hotel, slept for the night, and woke up to some gorgeous views from our hotel. They had a rooftop where we enjoyed our breakfast at. Okay. Well, I guess let me ask just in general on the whole trip, is there any cities that you didn't feel safe at all times, either in the market, at the bar, at night, anything, or were they all relatively safe for you? 
I feel like they were all relatively safe. Uh, okay. Actually, in uh, Cebu City, we were wandering around a little bit there, and some areas were a little sketchy just because some of the kids have heard that there's a lot of people that get pickpocketed in certain parts of town. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing I would watch out for. But other than that, we didn't have any issues. Okay. Did you? We, and this was a very walkable city, I take it? Yes. Did you use Uber, motorcycle, anything like that? Or just um, walk while you were there, pretty much? In Cebu, I believe that we took an Uber from um, the airport to our hotel, which was very long because the traffic was terrible in that city. Um, they also have Grab Car, which is another just like Uber alternative. Uh, we did not rent motorbikes in any of these cities. Um, in Corona and El Nido, not totally walkable, depending on where you're at and where you're trying to go, but uh, those tuk-tuks are everywhere and they're very, very cheap, maybe 10 to 20 cents a ride. Okay. Um, and so with this city, Puerto Princesa, would you recommend it or would you just say just to stay the night or use it as a hub to go on other tours? I, if you're going to go on a tour from there, I mean, I would check out that bar and that restaurant, but it's really not much there. I wouldn't recommend doing it. I, now that I've done it, I would prefer to have gone straight from Manila to El Nido. There's the flight that I think goes about four times a day. Um, it goes in the morning, uh, but it would have been a better option because that van ride got pretty rough. Well, that was my next question is, how did you get to the next city? So the next city you went to was El Nido. How did you get there? From Puerto Princesa to El Nido, there's a few options. There's a, you can ride a bus, which is the cheapest option. There's a um, shuttle you can take, or you can book a private shuttle if you have several people. It's a cheap, cheaper alternative, and it's air conditioned. That's what we did because there was six of us in total. Ended up being about $13 each for the private van ride, but it was uh, very, very, very windy roads. If you get car sick at all, it gets pretty touch and go there. We had Zofran and all sorts of medicine to take because most of us were nurses, but luckily nobody threw up. Okay, so once you got to El Nido, what area did you stay in? Was there a certain area or did you have a certain hotel you'd recommend that you stayed at? Did you like it? We stayed at the Outpost Hostel, um, which was awesome. We had so much fun there. Everybody was so nice. And it is directly on the beach, just footsteps away in the sand. It's beautiful, especially Whoa. in the morning and at sunset. And each sunset, they have a sunset shot that they bring around for free to each guest. Um, it was on the other side of the city from downtown, but very close to where you go to catch the tours for the day. Okay, okay. Sounds like a pretty fun time. Um, so what, and you, again, you felt safe in this city. How did you get around this city? You, we took tuk-tuks. About three of us would fit in each one. You could probably fit four if you're short, but we had three people that were six foot tall. Um, but it was 20 pesos each person to get to the other side of town where downtown was, which is about three miles. Um, so that translates to maybe about 20 cents, 25 cents. So really cheap to get around. It's a not 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 a far city to get from one side to the other, right? Right. And once okay. you're downtown, you can walk to everything. There's streets of shops and food vendors and restaurants and bars. Are people getting around on scooters on the roads a lot, or there are people that have scooters. We just didn't choose to rent them because we did a lot of day tours, so we were gone for most of the days. Okay, and it was pretty much party party at night here, huh? 
Oh, definitely. So many tourists are here. It's a party city. Tons of Europeans, Australians. Everybody's down to drink as soon as they get back from their day tours. Oh, those Americans love the Australian accents, I hear. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about shopping? Was there some touristy shopping? Did you... Uh, you get all your t 10 pairs of elephant pants. What 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 about the shopping? Uh, I did not find any elephant pants here. There's actually, the shopping here was pretty expensive because there's so many tourists, so they jack up the prices, which they were actually nicer stores than what you see normally, like when we went to India or something okay. like that. Um, but you'll find a few stalls that maybe have some like cheap magnets or something, but most everything is a lot more expensive than most other Southeast Asia countries. Okay, since you just stayed the night in Puerto Princesa and didn't get a chance to do anything, what did you do in El Nido? Anything that you'd recommend? You'd say steer away from? What do you What do you got to add to that? Yeah, we had heard that tour A and C were the best to do, uh, so that's what we tried to book. We got a number from the guy that took us in the van shuttle, uh, booked it that night, so we were ready to go the next morning. They picked you up about 8.30 in the morning. Uh, we did tour A the first day which was beautiful, uh, but the second day was rained out, so we ended up making a bargain with the tour company, and they came around noon and picked us up, and we did kind of a private boat tour and did tour C instead of C, tour B instead of C. So explain to people, though, there's, what, you know, you're saying tour A, B, C, what does that all mean? Is there, is there these, uh, tour A represents one lagoon, tour B represents a separate lagoon? Yeah, tour A goes to a bunch of different lagoons. There's a small lagoon, big lagoon, the secret lagoon, um, the seven commandos beach, and an island. They're all very, very gorgeous. You swim a lot. Um, it's a beautiful day. Okay, and that's the pretty much one of the major tourist uh, things to do there then, right? Yeah, so you can get kayaks at each most of the stops, then kayak into the lagoons, Swim if you want, snorkel. Uh, we rented snorkels for like a dollar each right before we got to the tour. And um, there's people out at each stop that are selling ice cold beer, uh, rum and coconuts. It was, a, it was a good time. Okay, so would you go back to the city? I would definitely. Would you I, do anything different? I did not get to do tour C and that was supposed to be one of the best tours because you went to a lot of the beaches. But it, we went during rainy season, so that's what happens sometimes. You get rained out. So instead we went to tour B, which we had a great time. We made it our own booze cruise because <laughs> some people we had met were going on a booze cruise, and it was about 70 bucks a person where we paid about 25 each for both of these tours. And this one went to some caves that you got to climb in, some beaches. We got to see some beautiful snorkeling, more fish than I had seen in quite a few times that I've been snorkeling. Um, so we had just as much fun that day as well. Okay, anything you do different or anything else you wanna add about the city that you saw or did or heard about? Um, there are, there's some zip lining if you go inland um, and a few other day tours that you can do that are um, like waterfalls that are inland, which would be something to check out if you're staying for an extended period of time. Um, I would definitely spend a good, at least three days here do some of the tours, enjoy some of the people there. It's a very beautiful place. Okay. Well, where did you go next after El Nido? From El Nido, we took a fast ferry to Caron, which is also uh, Palawan. Okay. It's on the other side of the island. Okay. 
And what did you think of that city? It was a fun city. I don't know that I would go back because I don't think there was anything we did in Corona that we couldn't have done other places. Again, it was tons of snorkeling, kayaks, swimming, uh, very beautiful beaches. But again, there wasn't anything there that we didn't do in El Nido or Cebu. Okay, and you say fast ferry. How fast is that? How many? How long does it take to get from El Nido to Corona in this quote unquote fast ferry? It was about three and a half hours. Uh, that so that so fast. The, well, it was the easiest route for us to take. Uh, the flights are very expensive, uh, and they don't have a direct one anyways, but a regular ferry would take you much longer. Wow, okay. So maybe if you did it again, would you just maybe extend some days in El Nido? I think I would. I think I would stay an extra couple of days in El Nido and um, probably skip Coron. Okay. Although Coron is beautiful, don't get me wrong. There's tons of fun you could do there. There's lots of lakes. There's uh, If you're into diving, it's... I, think it's known as the capital diving spot in the world uh there's a lot of like wrecked ships from world war ii that you can go down i have never been scuba diving so i just snorkeled but i believe if you are a big diver you would really enjoy it okay sounds like a beautiful place but uh yeah okay great anything else did you stay in a certain area of chrome was it real a touristy area or was it uh, pretty quiet or what we stayed about a mile from their downtown area so it was quiet where we were staying at the sun's Inn resort uh, beautiful place um, great breakfast great hotel staff you get free shuttles into downtown each time you go they're very helpful um, they had a lot of information for us they booked our tour even though I wasn't going through their company um, and there is also a zoo I heard on the other side of the island, which is all animals that were rescued from Kenya back in the 70s. But I had heard a few people had gone and they said a lot of the animals have died recently in the past couple of years. Um, so they didn't really recommend it. Oh, okay. Wow, okay, yeah, you see Corona on a lot of those uh, travel pictures with the beautiful clear water. Um, but so you may, you may be tempted to get over there, especially if you're into diving, I would imagine. So, okay, good. You might even venture to say that Corona isn't as Nito as El Nido. See what I did there? I did. I that saw good. that. that I caught good. that. Yeah. See, I'm good with stuff like that. All right. After Corona, where did you go? Um, from Corona, we, uh, ventured down to Puerto to Cebu City. Cebu City, Cebu City, which is a big city. I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the second biggest city in the Philippines, correct? Did it feel like a big city to you? It was very big, tons of traffic. Uh, we would be stuck in traffic for hours. Okay, Did you when you landed, did you grab a taxi and go from the taxi to your hotel? We took a Uber, actually. Uh, there Uber. was Uber in that city, so... We took it um, and headed straight to our hotel, which was the Henry Hotel. Henry Hotel, okay. Now, you were doing a one-woman boycott of Uber um, based on them charging you a fake charge. Is your boycott over, or did you just call it off for the weekend? I called it off while I was traveling over there. Okay. So I did, I did give in to Uber, yeah. We got, a, a, what was it, $80 for quote-unquote spilling something in an Uber. So Rachel was leading the one-woman one boycott. Um, 
Which I do still believe that Dan was sabotaging my Uber score. No, she was just mad I have a higher Uber score. It's really high. <laughs> pretty much as high as you can get with Uber. But no, it was unfair um, to the, the guy said that we spilled something. So, you know, that's always something that can happen in an Uber. Um, they have your credit card on file, so they can just send a charge in saying you did something. So always keep that in mind when you're traveling. But back to Cebu, um, we want to find out if it was as neato as El Nido. So let's get down to the brass tacks. Um, where'd you stay? Did you stay downtown? Did you stay uptown? Do you know what part of town you stayed? Was it, uh... We stayed at the Henry Hotel. I'm not the Henry. sure exactly what part of town it is. Was it a swanky joint or, uh, was it a party party hostel? It was a artsy kind of hipster oh. hotel. Oh. Um... Okay. Very nice. Lots of cool art. But, unfortunately, we did not have a good experience because the manager told us that um they online they don't charge for extra people however when you get there they will try to charge you a ridiculous fee um because we had six people in total three people to room which the room said they had held four people um so we had to argue he took off the charge but told us only four of us could have breakfast and then tried to charge us the next day 50 bucks for breakfast uh so that didn't go so well not not the greatest experience there. Okay, so maybe look elsewhere from the Henry Hotel when you're traveling to Cebu. Okay, did you get out? Did you get to Topps Lookout? Did you get to see any of the, the sites, the Ford, anything like that? You know, it rained quite a bit when we were there. We did not make it to the Topps Lookout. Um, we went down, we went to a few of the statues that are in the downtown area. There was a a festival that was going to be happening. We were going to stay for the live music, but it started pouring down rain. Um, the band never went on. All the tents were basically closed. Um, we went to a little souvenir shop down there and then um, wandered, trying to figure out how to get back, but our Uber app wasn't working. The taxi was ridiculous, and the traffic was about two hours just to get that maybe six miles that we had came before so we uh went to a mcdonald's and sat there for quite a while to get out of the pouring down rain wow you hear that guys she really likes to get off the beaten path and check out those local <laughs> mom and pop restaurants mcdonald's was that a a small irish family who was running a shop there the mcdonald's family or uh, i don't i don't believe so but they did have mixed spaghetti so i did try that mm, that uh, sounds awful i'm not gonna lie mixed yeah, spaghetti it actually wasn't too bad but i can say i did it i guess okay so in cebu city is a really big city um i i've heard too that the downtown is a little rougher at night um for those of you who are staying um if you have a choice, try to look for something in the uptown. Um, is it's a little quieter and a little safer um, when you're when you're wandering around at night. What what else did you do? Anything else in the city, or then did you just get out to the city to your tours? Because this is where you do a lot of the tours. This is your base, right? Yes. Tell went, us about your tours. Well, uh, before that, we did go to a, a market during the day. They had uh, lots of fruits, vegetables, uh, fish, meat. Uh, and then they also had like some clothing and different things like that. We, you know, we had to buy some cheap sunglasses, some knockoff Ray-Bans, uh, which was great. Uh, but other than that, there's not too much going on in the city besides just tons and tons of traffic. Um, so we, then we got to bed early that night because the next morning we had a tour that picked us up at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, definitely have to say it was my favorite thing we did the entire trip. It was just absolutely gorgeous. It was an all-day trip that we planned because we knew we only had one day there. <coughs> uh, it was through Cebu Tours. They picked us up at 4 o'clock in the morning 
it was about $90 a person for this tour and we didn't get back until about 8 o'clock that night so it was all day about 14 hours actually about 16 um, but we it took us to Oslob when we got breakfast where we swam with some whale sharks which was the most fun I think I had on the whole trip they're just these gorgeous creatures are giant they don't eat you at all but their mouths are so huge you might think you might get sucked in um, from there we uh, cooled down at uh, Tamalog Falls uh, our tour guide was just awesome and she was so kind she took tons of pictures we uh, went to this little spring area where there's all those little fish that eat the dead skin off your feet. We sat there for quite a while and laughed, um, very ticklish, but then got up and swam underneath the falls, um, which is very nice, very refreshing, dried off, and uh, we actually had lunch then, which was probably only 9.30, but we ate early so that we could uh, go canyoneering next. They like to feed you so you don't vomit, I think, if you get too nervous. But What they feed you? Um, I requested vegetarian. So I think I had rice and some type of eggplant salad. It was like marinated with uh, some carrots, I think, and some kind of like zucchini or some kind of vegetable. And then um, they did make, uh, don't remember what it's called. It's like a egg roll that they have in the Philippines. Uh, very good. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell us about this canyoneering. Uh, what about for those who aren't as brave as you? Would would you mm. recommend it for us chicken uh, kind of people who, uh, you know, I don't know, I'm just not as brave as you. Yeah. So from the waterfall, we drove about an hour to get to this area where we're supposed to go canyoneering. They prep you. You pick out your shoes, your life jackets, um, get changed into your swimsuits, and uh, you take a motorcycle. You have a driver with you and they'll drive you up where you're supposed to go canyoneering. You do have to hike maybe about mile and a half, two miles. Very humid, very sunny, hot hike. Uh, mostly downhill though. Uh, but this will take you to where you start to canyoneer. And then you get down into the canyon and the first one you do is you uh, hold on to your life vest and you go backwards down this like kind of slide down that drops maybe about 10 feet down into the canyon, uh, which I did go backwards. Some people did not. They were a little too afraid of that. But um, I thought it was great. You don't have to do the canyoneering part. You can just go to the straight to the waterfall there. But uh, I would definitely recommend it. Face your fears. Try it out. We, six of us did it. A few of us were afraid of heights, but everybody made it all the way to the end. And there were, I think, about six or eight waterfalls that we jumped in. The tallest one we did was 50 feet. I think there used to be one that was about 70, but they closed that down due to uh, an incident that occurred there a few years ago. Um, but, yeah, it was a great time. Okay, that sounds like a, a lot of fun. Then. Is that the place you needed to wear the nerdy Walmart uh, water shoes? Yes. If you uh, don't own water shoes... I would definitely find a pair and buy them before you go because uh, two of the guys that we went with had pretty large feet, um, which most Filipino men are pretty small, so they had the hardest time finding water shoes anywhere, and you will want them in Cebu, El Nido, Caron, any of the water things you're doing because uh, one of our friends actually did step on a jellyfish and did get stung, uh, so you're, I would definitely invest in a cheap pair. You could always leave them there when you leave, but 
you might have a hard time finding some good ones while you're there. Okay, so you left at what time for this day's tour and got back at what time? Left at 4 a.m., got back around 8 or 8.30 p.m. because we sat in about two and a half hours of traffic okay. before we made, made it back. Um, but it was all in all a great day. We uh, ended at uh, Kawasan Falls at the end of the canyoneering. That's the last one. You don't jump at that one because of an incident that they had that actually killed a few people a few years ago. But you will jump at the one right before that that's about 50 feet, which was definitely scary. Uh, but, again, awesome. There's one point in there where you, where you do a rope swing and you get to swim, cool off. I highly, highly recommend this tour. And uh, Cebu tours, they were awesome. Okay. Would you even say YOLO? I would. YOLO. Oh, Definitely wow. try it. Face your fears and YOLO said in the same podcast. So you know it's not a joke. You need to get after this one. All right. So that sounds like, I mean, $90, it's a lot of money for a tour in some of these countries, but it sounds like you got a lot for your money then. Yeah, definitely. I normally would never pay that, but it was a 16-hour tour. You get breakfast, lunch, you get a snack, water. They picked us up because you're going to drive a good maybe five to six hours this day, so they're taking you off quite a bit. Okay, okay. So you, then you finish with a, a, what is it, Red Horse? A Red no. Horse beer? Oh, actually, yes, we did in Cebu. We oh, did have a Red Horse. Okay, okay. Definitely, little, definitely get that when you're in the Philippines. Little, it's the best fancy. beer you're going to find. Did you see any Keystone Light, something that I would like? I, I do believe you would like Red Horse. It mm. uh, tastes very similar to Bud Light, just a little bit stronger. Mm, I don't know. I'm not that fancy. Um, Rachel's drinking a Pilsner Urquell, Urquell from Czech Republic. Um, some import. I'm drinking my Shock Top, which is probably the best tasting beer around. But I've heard this Red Horse is good. I need to try it. I just have never seen it in the States, so I'll keep my eyes out for it. I'm planning my own trip since I didn't get invited on this. Um, and I will share where I'm going on my trip. But let's see. So if, if you were to do this trip again, would you, anything you would change? Um, I do think that I would go straight from Manila to El Nido. Okay. Although I did have fun at that bar. It was a lot of fun. I don't think it was worth it. I'd pay the extra 20 bucks just to take the flight that takes you directly there to miss out on that van ride. Mm, okay, so skip the van ride. I know I get... Uh motion sick uh when i'm riding in those uh windy roads so okay that's good to know that's really good to know and you said the safe overall no no worries on that did you see any scams anyone try and scam you on the way we'll add it to the scam list if you did uh not really any scams just people trying to overcharge you for things you wouldn't normally pay for but just because you're american i think uh, the old overcharge i've seen that one am i right <laughs> So tr just avoid that. You usually will get, you know, they'll offer you, they'll try and charge you more. But as you know, just know the price going in um, and go from there. So it sounds like you really enjoyed the country. Would you go back to the country? Because I know there's a lot of other cities you didn't see. You just saw a little slice of the 7,000 islands. I would definitely go back. Uh, in Cebu, I don't think we stayed quite long enough. I would like to be there for several more days because we didn't get to go to Bohol. And there's quite a few things you could do there. Um Breaking that tour up into like at Oslob one day and then Kawasan Falls another day might also save some money on a tour, but we just ran out of time. Did you meet any memorable people on the trip? I did meet a few cool people at the hostel in El Nido. One girl had volunteered in Myanmar and been working for about six months there. And I, me and Dan went a few years ago to Myanmar. It was our first trip together. So it was very cool to meet her. 
Um, some of the locals that worked at the hostel as well in El Nido, very, very kind, very fun people. Okay. And what was your favorite moment on the trip? Was it leaping off those roaring waterfalls? I would say those waterfalls, yeah, that was probably the best. And those whale sharks, it, they scared me a few times because they sneak up on you. You didn't see them coming, but I swallowed quite a bit of salt water that day. Okay. Uh, but it was definitely a great time. Besides that, just going out. Corone was also another opportunity. Tons of locals were out, so we went to a glow party after oh. we went to this regular. It was called the Hangover Bar. It was. Did you probably, have a hangover? I did not uh -huh. have a hangover. Okay. Surprisingly, Until the but next day. yeah, but uh, we met a ton of locals because there's not as many tourists that go there. So it was a really good night. We had uh, probably way too much rum, but we got a bunch of locals to dance, and I did uh, come away with a uh, red horse t-shirt. We won't ask how you got it. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, guys. Guys, you know what I'm talking about? I was gay. Um, no, but we're just cheesing you. Um, we also wanted to... Uh, well, I'm going to be a little bit of a buzzkill here for the whale sharks. If you're doing whale sharks too, you might also check out... I believe it's called... Is it Donsel? Or Bonsel. I'm, I might be saying it right. But it's known as the where the whale sharks are moving along naturally, along with the fish, schools of fish. Whereas in Oslob, they're actually feeding them, which... I guess the only downside would be they're taking them away from their natural migration patterns along with the fish is where they feed. And instead, they're, since they're being fed, they just hang out um, right on the, you know, right close to the shore there. So it's disrupting their migratory patterns. And, um, you know, uh, I know a lot of the environmentalists in Indonesia now uh, frown upon when they do the feeding in Asla, but I'm sure that is pretty much their economy there um, for the tourism. So uh, just to be a little bit buzzkill, consider that when you're looking for a place to do it. So anything, what, oh, what was a challenging aspect of this country? Anything challenging? Uh, the only thing I found challenging on the trip was maybe traveling with that big of a group. Six people mm. makes it a little difficult because some hotels don't charge you online when you book saying six people, but then you get there and they try to pinch all your pennies from you. Uh, so that was an issue. Um, other than that, just the rain uh, brought us down a couple of days because we got stuck in the rain and we didn't have too many extra days planned. Very nice, very nice. Um, it sounds like a really good trip. I know I'm going, um, since I wasn't, as I mentioned before, invited on this trip, uh, that's okay. I'm not bitter or anything like that. I'm going to plan my own. I'm going to go to Manila. I'm going to go to the Benoit Rice Terraces and do some trekking. I will go to El Nido and I'll have a Nido time. Uh, I'm probably going to skip Corona as I got my advice from this great podcast. And I'll make my way to Cebu and Kawasan Falls and all that. And I also want to go to Bohol and see those cute little tar tarsiers. tarsiers? Uh, they just look too cute and rent a scooter and cruise around those chocolate hills. Um, so if anyone has advice on that, I would love to hear about it. Or uh, Mount Mayon, the, May the Mayon Volcano looks pretty epic for a hike too. So I definitely am going to get over there probably in another year or two because it just looks too epic. And again, we mentioned four cities of 7,000 plus islands. So there's lots to see and lots to do when you're over there in the Philippines. Um, anything else to add? I can't really think of too much, no. Well, that's Dan from I'm Not Lost Travel Podcast, 98.4 FM, The Rocker, signing off. Anything else to add? No. I think we said that, but that's okay. Thanks for listening, guys, and have a great day. I hope you get to the Philippines and explore. <laughs> Why did you put that in there? What? The Rocker, 94.9. <laughs> it's still recording, damn it.